Leading Britain's Conversation, LBC, with Sheila Fogarty. Simon Marks joins me, LBC's Washington correspondent. Uh, Simon, we'll talk about Omicron in the States in just a moment, but uh, Kentucky has taken a beating, hasn't it, from those tornadoes? It has indeed, Sheila, and the concern is that there could be more bad weather ahead later this week. But we have had, within the last few minutes, an update from the governor of Kentucky, Andy Bashir, who has announced slightly lower numbers of fatalities than initially the authorities were fearing. Now, these numbers could still rise, but take a listen to uh, Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir, and as you'll hear, he gets emotional as he starts providing some of the details here. As of this morning, our best count for confirmed deaths, uh, the most accurate count we have as of this morning, are 64 Kentuckians. The age, the age range is five months to 86 years and six are younger than 18. Now, one of the reasons why this has become so personal for Governor Bashir is because one of the hardest hit towns, Dawson Springs, is the town from which his own father uh, hails in Kentucky. And it, it, like the town of Mayfield, has literally been obliterated from the map. And he and the other authorities are warning that as the authorities continue going through the rubble in Dawson Springs and in Mayfield, that death toll could still rise. Uh, the candle factory in Mayfield where initially it was feared uh, the death toll could go into triple digits alone. It turns out that uh, so far only eight uh, deaths uh, are reported in the candle factory and another six people missing. Most uh, of the workforce appear to have uh, managed to get out alive in the Amazon warehouse in Illinois and if you've seen those pictures uh, I mean the only thing that's still standing there are the sort of steel support beams, the roof was ripped off, the walls were all uh, ripped off, there's nothing identifiable still within the rubble of that uh, facility. Six dead there, including the son of Carla Cope, who spoke this morning to NBC. The only thing I, I know is that my son went to try to tell somebody to get to shelter and the ceiling collapsed on him and he died. So tremendous sadness across the six separate states that were impacted by these record-breaking tornadoes. Very rare at this time of year. Tornado Alley in the Midwest uh, is used to getting tornadoes in the summer and even in the autumn, but never two weeks before Christmas. President Biden, of course, pledging uh, federal assistance as much as is needed. And there's going to be a lot needed because, uh, first of all, the rescue and recovery efforts are still underway. The president will visit the scene, we think, later this week. And then there's uh, the question of uh, of how you rebuild some of these communities in a way that defends them against uh, these kinds of storms, which President Biden and others, of course, are directly connecting to climate change. And on the question of Omicron, I mean, things are going up a gear here today in a big way because of the Prime Minister's announcement last night about the booster rollout being speeded up. Um, what, what's the situation in, in America? 
Well, there is no situation in America. There is Omicron all over America. There's no reason to believe that it's not going to spread here uh, just as rapidly as it's spreading in the UK. But, you know, from the perspective of three and a half thousand miles away, it is stark to listen to the Prime Minister's address to the nation last night. Um, you know, the warning of the tidal wave, the pushing, uh, you know, hundreds of millions of people to uh, get booster shots, uh, you know, within the next few weeks. And while we are hearing from President Biden calls for everyone to go out and get boosted, they haven't been anywhere near as dramatic as the Prime Minister's intervention last night. Indeed, last Thursday, the last time we heard from Joe Biden on the subject of COVID-19, he insisted that from what he'd seen, everything was going to be okay. We're going to get through this Omicron variant. So I don't know whether we're going to see his public health experts uh, catching up to this over the course of the next week. I can tell you that yesterday alone, another 1,298 Americans, 1,298 Americans died from COVID-19. There were 119,000 new cases reported in the United States. Uh, That's a 43% increase over the last 14 days. The fatality numbers up a third over the last 14 days. Hospital systems in the Midwest are already reporting that their intensive care units are out of beds because they're being occupied by uh, patients suffering from the Delta variant. So there's very little opportunity uh, here for the health uh, systems in some of these states to survive a fresh uh, onslaught without uh, having to start uh, putting intensive care unit uh, beds on a temporary basis in corridors and in parking lots again but there's no messaging coming from this government to the american people on the eve of the united states notching its 800,000th death from COVID-19. No messaging at all about taking precautions during the upcoming holidays. We're going to see a travel season here that in and of itself once again will be a super spreader event. There simply is no plan B here and frankly there wasn't ever much of a plan A. Well, there was, but there was a plan vaccinate, wasn't there, as soon as Biden's yeah, tenure and, and, began? And, and to be fair, you know, more than a million people a day are currently turning up and getting booster shots. Uh, and that's partly in response to the initial concern and anxiety that Omicron sparked. Yeah. But, you know, seeing the president come out last Thursday and say... I think we're all going to be okay. We're going to get through this. You know, even while telling people to go and get boosted, I mean, the problem with that messaging is it leads some people to say, well, if we're going to be okay, I don't know if I really need to go off and get boosted. But the other problem, Sheila, is 40% of Americans are not fully vaccinated using the old yardstick of two doses of vaccine. So if you look at what Omicron is doing in terms of number of cases in the UK and extrapolate that to a country with substantial, substantially lower percentages of fully vaccinated people, never mind what it's going to do to the health system, it's going to cause havoc to the economy here at precisely the moment that politically Joe Biden can't sustain that. Wow, thanks very much indeed, Uh, Simon. Simon Marks, LBC's Washington correspondent.